0: demo listen i'm gray i'm joined as always by my co-host nathan and uh this is the long-awaited return we're back with a bang we are back with a bang after a couple what what has it been two two weeks of no episodes i think it's three is it is it three i think Um, it's been three i I haven't
1: sat in the Well, it's been three since i think we recorded one whether or not it's been three since one was posted
0: okay yeah, three sounds actually more accurate, maybe. Um, so, I posted in the, I posted on my on my social media, and I sent a message out to uh, any of our Patreon subscribers that uh, that actually checked that. But if you're like Nathan and you're a wise person who doesn't have any social media, um, you may not be aware of the fact that my grandpa was. I had I had mentioned it on a couple pre- previous episodes of the podcast, but my grandpa was in the process of passing, and then he finally did this last weekend and uh i don't know it was it was a very stressful a a very emotionally stressful time but then also it was just massively time consuming because i was up there helping to care for him and stuff so if you are not in the know that's why we haven't had an episode uh in a few weeks but in general feeling much better now i am uh i'm yet i'm yet again prepared to talk some shit yeah um i'm 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 raring to go yeah i'm back in a fairly good headspace uh Yesterday yesterday was a nice boost to morale too. I I I dropped the uh, newest Killsurf City seven inch and we we sold out of one of the uh one of the variants in a single day. This is the first time in my entire life that I've ever sold enough physical units of a record in a day to completely like for the label to completely recoup all of their investment on the record. Oh that's cool. Uh which was fucking sick. So if you're a listener and you ended up buying a copy of that, that's very dope. If you didn't get one um, you can get one from Blind Rage Records at their band camp. We've had some Blind Rage bands on the show before. Uh, it's a uh, label run by a couple friends of ours, James Groth and uh, James Downing Groth, rather, and our homie Jim from Lima, who is uh, an Ohio OG in the punk and hardcore scene. Um, but, uh, but yeah, that was a nice boost to morale. And then I had like a swift kick in the nuts from reality because I like woke up this morning feeling pretty good. Like, damn, dude, I sold a lot of fucking records yesterday. I feel really good about that record. It's really cool that there's a congruence between how I feel about this thing and how people in general feel about it. That's awesome. And then I immediately got a notification from uh, my Chase Bank app that I was overdrawn by $5 in my account. So that's like a, a perfect summation of what it is like to be a DIY musician in case you don't have firsthand experience with that. You can have the absolute best day in terms of like making awesome sales, everything going right, and you're still going to wake up to negative $5 in your bank account.
1: Well, I mean, all the greats died poppers, you know, H.P. <laughs> Lovecraft, dead, addicted to uh, drugs and a pauper and a racist. And a racist, um, yeah. Edgar Allan Poe, dead, Popper. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah all the greats died paupers. Um, Mozart himself. If, mm-hmm. if there's anything that I learned from watching movies in high school, it was that Mozart died horribly, was hated by Salieri, and was a pauper.
0: <laughs> Did you, were those, was that, those points were driven home to you by films in high school?
1: That was one of them, yeah, because we had to watch Amadeus. Oh, and, true, uh, right. You know, and uh, pauper.
0: Yeah. Salieri, that's pauper.
1: True. Beethoven, pauper. Yep. Right?
0: Yeah, that's true. It's a time-honored tradition, um, I mean, and, I, and I'm not reaching for those vaunted heights of achievement, so... I'm going to die a pauper with, with you know, one would assume far less uh, critical acclaim than any of those individuals.
1: Well, and, and the other option is to live forever and continue making music well past the point that anybody gives a shit. That's true. Um, and uh, like Bob Dylan just released like a fucking 20-minute song about the Kennedy assassination.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's been... I think he released another song too about... Some other historical event. I mean, I guess God bless, you know, good for you, Bob. You're still, you're still feeling vital enough in your old age to write songs, but, uh, yeah, definitely nobody fucking wants them.
1: I, well, you know what though? That's, that's, I guess that, um, that is the privilege of transcendent success. Yeah, I suppose so. You know, right? just fuck you. I'll do whatever. And people are yeah. going to fucking write about it. People are going to talk about it on podcasts that nobody fucking listens to, that, you know, it, it, it's it's um, it, at that point your effect is um you know so so grand and 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 all consuming. You could one could consider it um, climatic or geologic in effect.
0: That is true. Yeah, you know, can, no one gives a yeah. shit
1: about the fucking clouds, but we all know they're up there, right? Right. And, yeah, up, that's a pretty and, good and analogy. There's Bob Dylan up there in the clouds, looking down <laughs> on us, pissing pissing seventeen minute songs about fucking JFK. <laughs> <laughs> right shit that happened 50 fucking years ago 60 fucking years ago like anybody could give two shits
0: right well yeah that's a, that's a pretty good that's a pretty good fucking analogy um and honestly uh not 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 really even a particularly disrespectful one. I mean, you know, good. You're, you're essentially comparing Bob Dylan to the cycles of the weather, which while it, at once sort of innocuous are also all pervasive, you know. Yeah. Um, and so good. Good for you, Bob. Yeah. And it's
1: no it's no, you know, what the fuck? You know, people might cry if I talk shit about your shitty fucking hardcore band on this in this show. Right. But Bob Dylan couldn't. I'm not even a fucking flea in his backyard itching to bite his ass. Right. You know, right. Um maybe if Terry Gross talks shit on Bob Dylan, he'd get a little butthurt.
0: (laughs) I doubt I doubt he would even give a shit about that, to be frank. He probably wouldn't. Um, What can you
1: imagine? What does he get up to? What what why even bother doing anything? Right. Right. Yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> like, why 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 not just change your name? Take uh-huh. take the winnings and the earnings of your success. right? Eschew your fortune. Like, like eschew your fame, right? right? Right. Do everything you can to shed your notoriety and fame. Rewrite yourself and just go do whatever the fuck you want to do. Because you know, deep down, he still is expected to be Bob Dylan by the people that know him. Right?
0: Right. Yes, for
1: sure. Right? For sure. And maybe, I mean... Now maybe you can't escape the myth from the man at this point, right? Right. Who knows? I but mean, there was a
0: time. There was a time when he probably could have jumped off that train and just ran, ran yeah. off into the sunset. Like, why you know?
1: would you bother doing anything? I would just fuck off, see, right. gone forever.
0: Yeah, for sure. I, I, I was having an argument about this concept with my brother the other week. Actually, he was talking about how sick it would be to be famous. And I was just like, dude, you have stupid thing to fucking like, like,
1: I don't mean to cut you off, but like, seriously, that's like the sort of shit that like a little kid would sit back and think.
0: (laughs) Yes, for sure. (laughs) Right. And I, and I pointed that out. I was just like, dude, you have to have fucking brain worms to think that. I was like, it, it would be awful, dude. I was like, I, the level. I was like, I have like quadruple Z level notoriety, right? I I am to the point where I ha- I I am semi public facing. I am basic. I am known by a few thousand people by name around the world, you know. And yeah. even at that. I have random strangers who have like expectations of my behavior or who get mad at me when I don't meet a particular expectation. And I have random people who don't like me just because they don't like my face and they've seen it. You know what I mean? I have people who will, uh, who hate my bands. Right. Right. That, and that's at the least conceivable level of notoriety a person can have. I'm right above dude at the Home Depot checking, checking you out. Right. Right. I'm right above that. And even at that level, there is a degree of annoyance that I wish I I did not have in my life. So I can only imagine if you were like even a B-tier actual celebrity, how fucking awful that would be.
1: Yeah. like I don't even want people to know what the fuck I look like. I don't go out of my way to prevent it. Right? Sure. Right. But- if you see me about and you know who I am or you see me at a show or something like that, that's cool. But I right. sure as fuck am not out there promoting myself like, hey, look at me. Check this out. Uh, right. Try, like trying to like, you know, catch some fucking reveal of of fame that right. could catapult me to what? Further scrutiny? Yeah, like, exactly. Um, That band Worry that we had on. Uh, mm-hmm. And that that doom band, and I was like, I actually really like that, and I, so I listened to more. and I was like, yeah, I like it, so I, I ordered the record, right? Yeah. And homeboy from that band like hit me up on my email, and I forgot like I paid through PayPal, and I'm like, what mm-hmm. the fuck, you know? <laughs> and and yeah. I saw this, I was like, yo, are you Nate, and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> fuck this! And I, I I I emailed him back. I'm like, shh, don't
0: tell anyone. <laughs> <laughs> well. Ironically, though the your mystique and through the the small degree of notoriety that the show has gained has only built an ever growing cult of personality around your total lack of interest at in engaging with the
1: public. Well, see now if you are going to be famous, that's the best way to do it,
0: right? One hundred percent. Yes.
1: Don't yeah. Don't put yourself out there, right? Like, mm-hmm. just let people assume and think whatever the fuck they want, right?
0: No, totally. I there. I oftentimes regret looking back. I regret getting a single tattoo. I regret ever like ever trying to self-promote online in terms of like promoting the music that I make as myself. I should have like I should have farmed this out to a third party many many years ago, right? And never fostered any degree of public notoriety because then you get a situation. Because like I often iterate how I. At this point, it's sort of an inescapable part of the cycle of self-promotion and that like I have to maintain social media to some degree um, in order to sell records and that kind of stuff. But then you have a dude like Mark Winter from NWI who's in all of these bands that a ton of people love. If he drops a record, it sells out, and he doesn't have any social media, right? He, yeah. doesn't, he doesn't have to promote his own stuff at all because he's been doing it for long enough in this form that there's no expectation for him to self-promote. All he has to do is get it into the hands of the people in the right channels and it takes off all by itself. And there's all sorts of crazy conjecture about this dude from outside sources. I mean, I, I, I know plenty of people who know him and are friendly with him and he's just a normal fucking guy, but he has this certain degree of like this cult of personality around him that he doesn't even have to play into or foster at all. And yeah, yeah if you're going to, if you're going to have any degree of notoriety, that's definitely the way to do it. Like no one would fucking recognize him on the street, but he can still sell out a record in five minutes when he drops it. That's, that's the life. Yeah. And, and, and
1: think like you get to be a fly on the wall of your own, like modicum of fame. Right. Right. Yeah. You don't have to participate in it if you don't want to for sure. And I don't know it. Bob Dylan has like, fuck you levels of like obviously cultural significance and whether you like him or not. Right. You can't deny that he's significant. Right. Um, He has like, fuck you levels of, of like, you know, I would say wealth and cultural significance. But mm-hmm. he could quite literally just, you know, decide to live his life as a panther on an island, you know, like that one <laughs> dude that lives on like the island of Man, and is uh, that Irish guy that's all tattooed up like a leopard, and he lives like a leopard on some <laughs> fucking British island. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, he could, and and, and then people will be like, "What's going on with Bob Dylan?" But like, I don't know, it's fucking Bob Dylan. It must be an artistic statement, and he doesn't have to participate in that in any way. Right. You know what I mean? Just let people think whatever the fuck they want. You can literally do anything. I guess, you know what? Kudos for you, Bob. You fucking hit the world with 17 minutes that nobody knew they didn't need until they fucking heard it.
0: Right. You yes, know? exactly. So maybe that is his fuck you. Um. Did you just send me an image of some sort? Yeah. Okay. I, I, I'm going to see what it is. Is this something I should check out right now? Go ahead if you want. <laughs> Where'd you where'd you find that? I just drew it while I was
1: talking about Bob Dylan.
0: Oh, okay, cool. Well, I can't share what it is on air, but it's a really good drawing.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna send you another one because I got something for you, but I, I can't see I haven't seen you. And so okay. um I uh I haven't been able to get this to you. And despite the fact that we're told everything's a okay, I don't
0: think it is. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I don't think it is either, but I'm also in the position now where it's like, you know, the, the primary reason for the social distancing measure was to prevent health services from being overloaded, right? Yeah. So everybody, the, the fact of the matter is that everybody has to get this at some point because we have to develop herd immunity well. and like, obviously it's untenable to keep things shut down forever and ever. Um, so I'm at the point where I'm just, I'm ready to jump back in. Let's, let's go. Let's just get it.
1: Well, I, 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 I think that, um, see, there's a couple things in there. <laughs> um, yes, we don't want to overload the, um, medical the healthcare system. And we didn't then. Right. And we don't now. Right. Yeah. We and definitely the, still and, don't. And, right. and quite literally nothing has changed on the ground in two months. Right. I mean, literally nothing has changed except people, I guess, are tired of that. They can't get their hair cut. Right. But, but as far as like, Hey guys, what's the plan of action? Uh uh, can we get some testing? No. Um, no. Like literally not literally nothing has changed in eight weeks. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, whatever. Not all. I'll hang out in my basement still.
0: Yeah, I mean I'm not really I'm not really mad about it. Um, you know, I don't I, I'd like to see my friends and I'd like to play some pinball, but other than that my life has not changed significantly. Yeah. Um other than playing pinball and seeing my incredibly insular peer group, there's nothing else that I that I do really. Um unless i'm attending or throwing a show yeah Um, i I will very much look forward to that um the fest in uh the fest in denver that you and i had talked about being one of the only fest lineups we've seen in a long time that we would be interested in did indeed get postponed
1: well of course it did
0: um which i think everybody was expecting speaking of which i just i just received the picture you sent. damn you picked me up a copy of that combat force i told you i
1: would pick that up when it came out so i did i got a couple copies
0: you're the fucking man thank you i'm very stoked on that if uh we we played combat force on the show uh quite a while ago at this point when it first dropped it was on the inner arm that. episode yeah it was on the inner arm episode um if you haven't checked it out very good stuff youth attack um oi dirty oi stuff of include you know includes members of like cadaver dog and vile gash and shit the uh the same old team of players in denver that put out a bunch of fucking dope shit every every few months it seems yeah Um, so I guess, uh, on that note, do we want to, we want to check out what's in the, in the queue for the week?
1: Yeah, let's get into it.
0: We've had a, we've had a, you know, like I said, we've had a few weeks off, so we have quite a few submissions sitting in the email. I didn't even look at the, uh, the Facebook group submissions yet because I want to tackle the ones in the email first. So,
1: yeah, I think maybe we'll, we'll see how this goes for us. I don't think that we should like go extra long if we feel like we'll just do, do a second episode, like a part one, part two,
2: back with a bang,
1: part one and part two. Right, right. I'm yes. really, I'm really, you know, I'm really leaning on that right now.
0: Back with a bang slash voice of demo, listen. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so we, uh, yeah, so I, I was going to say... um the like listenership in general not just of us but across the board uh for podcasts and streaming like music and stuff has yeah. actually been has actually been down because the vast majority of people listen to this kind of stuff on their commutes or when they're working or when they're running errands and shit but people haven't been doing any of those things um, yeah well it's so, crazy
1: too because nobody's i mean the at least the D and And the role-playing game podcast that I listen to, they're not really putting out as much shit because they can't get together
0: right exactly um and then other podcasts are putting out a massive amount of shit so there's also an oversaturation of content so yeah so listens listens on a bunch of podcasts and and like i said music streaming services and shit are down because i think people when they're at home maybe they just want to feel like they're using their time in a way that engages more of their senses i don't i don't really know what the the answer for that is um but yeah, so uh, so if we go along, you know that's one thing. If you put up another episode, that's another idea. I really don't care either way. We'll just see, like as you said, we'll just kind of see how it goes. So first up, we have got Shit Blimp. Um, <laughs> Shit Blimp, yes. Okay. The uh, the release is a groundbreaking standard of the genre. I really like the name of that. Yeah. Um, it is a punk band from Cleveland. And then we have got. A band that I think may have come across our show, um, maybe via like the Apple Podcast charts or something. Okay, there's all it's because they have a hallmark of bands that have done that have discovered us the same way. They're a band called Nixed. They are a punk rock band from San Francisco, and they didn't send us a band camp. They sent us a link to their like press kit streaming site, and the (laughs) the email just reads as if they don't quite know what this is you know what i mean they're like hey demo listen crew submitting a few songs for your playlist you know for consideration for your playlist hope you enjoy it we're a punk rock band from san francisco so we got nixed from san francisco who probably don't know what the fuck they're getting into then we have got the band no other way with their release slow violence this is a uh new vegan straight edge band from richmond
2: oh boy yeah
0: yep. <laughs> then we have got molt with their raging corruption demo this is a D-beat influenced uh hardcore band from houston i believe then we have got her heads on fire from chicago this was sent in to me by my uh by my internet friend rod um rodrigo plays in the band saves the day most notably um, and then this band has members of other sort of Chicago nineties, emo, alt Rocky bands. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, I don't know anything else about them. Their description is just, I think it just came out like a couple days ago. Their description is REM having sex with Sam. I am Oasis gets to watch. So that could go, you know, mm-hmm. several different ways so that could be really good, or it could be really not in my lane. Then we have got Ugly with their Promo 2020. This is a, uh, I guess, Death, death and Doom-infused inf- inf- band from... I, I, I don't know where. I, can't, I think a member of the band sent this in, but I can't recall. Then we have got Sheer Force with their, uh, their demo 2019. It came out in October of last year. This is a uh, straight-edge hardcore band from Texas. The name of the release is, uh, well, the name of the release is Demo 19, but it says their their kind of logo is, it's sheer force, and then underneath it it says X Loyalty X. (laughs) Okay. And then the spine of, so there's kind of a trend on right now in 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 dem- demo artwork that even if your release doesn't find its way to a cassette you make the demo artwork look like an old shitty xerox cassette demo yeah cover.
1: We, we talked about that a few episodes ago yeah
0: yeah so this one is the same format i don't know if it actually found its way to a physical but the spine of it says 100 percent straight edge okay so they don't want any you, you there's no bones about it these folks are straight edge we'll have to take them at their word (laughs) yeah i mean we can't be looking over their shoulder (laughs) we can't (laughs) so then we have got active shooter with sign of the times this is a grind band and uh i gotta say the active shooter very good name for a grind band yeah i i I dig that quite a lot this is a another houston texas band uh submitted by a member of the band Then we have got Felon Class. This is a band from Michigan. Uh, It was sent in by a friend of the band who said that it's a band that shares our love of the sort of youth attack, mysterious guy, hardcore wave of the mid to late aughts. The artwork seems to reflect that. It looks like something that might be very much in our alley. The, uh, The name of the release is Circus Tricks. And then very, very last, perhaps least, who knows, is Vision Quest with their release Bear Witness this is i believe the second release by this band um they are a uk band i believe they're actually label mates of mine they their record came the seven inch came out on crew cuts in the uk and then it's coming out on blind rage in the u.s who i shouted out at the top of the episode who just put out the kill surf city seven inch i did um and i think actually my seven inch is being distributed by crew cuts in the uk so now there you go I haven't listened to this stuff, um, but I guess we're label mates. Okay. So that's everything we got for the day. Let's uh, roll the dice, see what's up first. One. Okay. One is Shit Blimp. The Bandcamp is shitblimp.bandcamp.com. The release is a groundbreaking standard of the genre. It is a 10-song release. The songs uh, display a... uh, well, a lot of brevity. Uh, I, I, I have to imagine with song links like this, I would assume that it's like grinder power violence adjacent, but I don't see any of that description in the, in the genre tags. It's just punk, hardcore rock and roll. So yeah, could be wrong. I, it
1: could just be some goof off stuff. Yeah. I, it, could, you know.
0: it, could, it could just be very abridged rock and roll based hardcore. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, but I, I guess I'd kind of like to listen to a couple songs on this.
1: Yeah, I guess so. Because, I mean, we've got, yeah, er, except for the last track, everything is under a minute and well under a minute.
0: Well, the first song on here is also a minute 13. Oh, I,
1: yeah, okay, I, Okay.
0: yeah. Um, but that, that led me to believe that there might be like a soundbite or something up top. Um, but I don't know. We could also just start with track one and just see where it takes us. Um.
1: Yeah, I guess here I am, fucking like hemming and hawing and hedging over songs less than a fucking minute long.
0: <laughs> Do I even like music? Right? All right, that's the that's the burning question. <laughs> um. Yeah, let's listen to The Tub and then we can just go into We Can Make Out Behind Hasty Tasty. I think we have to do
1: both of those because I don't think, I think there's probably going to be some, it, it obviously all of these songs have a lot of bullshit packed into them. Right, um, yeah. But Tub is, I think The Tub is going to have um, some ex- extemporaneous bullshit as well.
0: Yeah, it, it very well might. So we are going to listen to The Tub and we can make out behind Hasty Tasty by Ship blimp off of their release, A Groundbreaking Standard of the Genre. All right. heard the tub and we can make out behind hasty tasty by ship blimp off of their release a groundbreaking standard of the genre
1: yeah um there was a lot more effort put into that than i expected Mm -hmm. i expected just basically total fucking bullshit nonsense right um in in like the worst way you know what i mean yeah um And uh, I have to admit that I was bobbing my head at a few of those songs, and at at both of those songs at certain points. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was not completely Um, off-put. There's a lot of things I like about this band, and there are things that I feel like I should like more. It's just, as we said before, my brain was on a fucking 10-year binge, whether I liked it or not, of shit like this. Right, Um, And uh, I got real fucking over it. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I've I've mentioned before, I've still got like PTSD and like, you know, fucking, you know, aftershocks on that shit. But um, that said, this was not as just utter bullshit as I expected it to be. No, um, definitely not. The the, the artwork is good. Mm -hmm. They put some effort in on the artwork. You can tell, despite the fact that these songs are intended to be basic nonsense, that they put some effort into the songs themselves. Right. Um, I would like to see the lyrics to these songs. I would as well. Yeah. Cause I could get the feeling that there's a lot of really like inside joke and like, you know, like non sequitur shit in the lyrics. Probably, um, yes. That I, 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 I like reading because it just maybe gives me a little bit of a behind the scenes glimpse at somebody. You know what I mean? I'd right. rather hear, I, I, I just like seeing the, to, the, the total package. I, something about seeing his mom make out with somebody and in, in the, uh, Hasty, tasty, or some shit like that. I would have liked to see some lyrics so that I could uh, maybe uh, get a little more enjoyment out of the song for the, you know, whatever jokes were hidden in there, or whatever, right. whatever nonsense was hidden in there. So I didn't hate this at all. I'd say that I liked it more than I hated it. It's probably it's not something I'm gonna revisit. Um, if I saw these guys live, dope. You know what I mean? I like right. I like the aesthetic. I like what they're going for. The name, shit blimp. What the fuck? I think Cleveland is probably the outside of fucking Japan, cle or or like, you know, in like like Malaysia. Not even Malaysia. Outside of Japan, shit blimp is the only place you could have a band named that. Like oh, Cleveland is the only place you could have a band named Shit Blimp.
0: Yeah, 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 pretty much. <laughs> that right? makes sense. I mean, yeah.
1: like if 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 I said, Hey, you know, what's the name of your band and you said Shit Blimp, I'm immediately thinking, Oh, you're probably from like Cleveland or something.
0: Yeah, or at the very least you're from Ohio in general.
1: Yeah, like it's just that's to me is just such a fucking Cleveland name. The banner at the top of the page has the shit blimp, the Goodyear blimp in it. <laughs> 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 what is the shit blimp? Where did that name come from? What what is the origin of the concept of shit blimp? Or is right. it truly just basically random word generator name, you know, name where, hey, let's just take shit and put it together with a stupid noun?
0: Right. Um, Yeah. So I, I definitely like the approach that these guys have. Uh, aesthetically, the artwork on the last release, too, their single, which looks like came out three years before this did. Yeah. Um, It looks like it was done maybe by the same person. Uh, I'd say and, so. N Ward. Yeah. Yes, uh, Nathan Ward. Um, I really like that a lot. And then the release before that, uh, I really like the name of it: "Good Natured Friends of the Scene." Yeah, yeah. Um, it it seems like they have generally a sense of humor that I could probably vibe with. Um, and musically, I'm in the same boat as you in that this was uh, a lot more enjoyable than I thought it would be. And also, you know. Yeah, this is sort of fast, goof-off, Ohio-based music, but I still think it's pretty far afield from the sort of, like, Agathocles uh, mince grind stuff that we were seeing that much of. Right, um, and,
1: and that's what I was totally expecting was, you know, basic, just let's phone it in and let's just, you know, make some right. bullshit so we can go
0: party. This, this was way more, like... I get, for lack of a better way to describe it, it was way more traditionally rock and roll based, right? Like if I yeah. heard this, I wouldn't immediately think <laughs> um, think grindcore or something, although there were some blast parts in there and whatnot, and, and the and song lengths are, are certainly in that realm, you know?
1: And when I heard that bass at first, like, oh, here we go, you know, right. man is the bastard bass, here we go. Yeah,
0: I thought, I, yes, so as soon as I heard the opening, I was like, "Oh, okay, man is a bastard." Um, but it v- then very quickly shifted gears on me. There it's kind of hard to pin down the influences on this. There it's clearly coming from all over the place, and they managed to synthesize something that is way more enjoyable than it has any business being, I guess.
1: It's 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 fun in the it, it it's fun in the sense of like, you know, just playing goof off fucking Jackbox party games with your pals
0: right exactly except except when we play jackbox party games it it, it's a different it has a decidedly different tenor than i
1: think (laughs) everyone has their own take on it right everyone has their own take on it and (laughs) and come on if you are a sentient human being right and you're not and you're not playing it that way right (laughs) you know what i mean you're not you're not playing the game as it was designed to be played (laughs)
0: <laughs> right, yeah, you're at, least, at the very least not playing it to its full potential. Right. Um, so I, I have to, I have to comment on this band, something about this band because one of the members of the band submitted it. Nick K, um, his email, he seems seems nice. He said, "Hey, just submitting this for your show, Punk from Cleveland," and then he says a sentence that <laughs> I, I can only imagine is a joke, but I don't, I don't think it is because he puts together a string of words that in their totality, create perhaps the least desirable format, physical format, that a piece of music could ever be released on. We're doing an extremely small run of single-sided, 10-inch lathe-cut records very shortly. (laughs) (laughs) Extremely small run of single-sided, 10-inch lathe-cut records. Right, so they've got
1: a lathe, and they've got some fucking acetate or whatever, and they're just going to fucking... You can you can fucking cut on the back of a goddamn plastic plate, right? Yes, right.
0: Which actually has been done, right?
1: So maybe that's what they're doing. And honestly, it that sounds entirely unappealing, and it's totally uh-huh. in line with this fucking band. It, it is. It is. Yeah. There's nothing genuinely like appealing where I'm like, oh, you know what? I'm gonna put on Ship Limp and listen to Ship Limp while I'm fucking driving down the road. You're not gonna right. do that you put it on purely to fucking irritate and like have a laugh.
0: Right, yeah, yeah, for sure. Right. Um, it's just It's just that sentence, you know, it stood out to me because I read it before I ever listened to the music and I was like, man, it's almost as if they put this into some sort of algorithm that <laughs> perfectly created the least desirable physical piece of media you could ever
1: produce. <laughs> maybe, maybe the only thing worse than a 10-inch lathe cut would be like a 5-inch Because then, like, if you have an automatic turntable, fucking 75% of the time, you're not going to get it to fucking play the record anyway.
0: Yeah, you can't even play it. Right, Right. exactly. Right. Yes, we were talking about, um, actually, I was doing, we did like a giveaway for one of the test presses of the Kilser City 7 inch last night. And I had James on uh, an Instagram live video and we were talking about 10 inches. Like, somebody said something about a 10 inch. And I was just like, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, one of the least effective, cost effective pieces of physical media ever because it costs an arm and a leg to make and nobody really likes them. And you have to sell them for marked up prices, even though you're getting less out of it than you would an LP. And James was like, yeah, they're basically second only to five inches. So,
1: yeah. Well, yeah. and, and I, you know that I have a thing for little records.
0: Yeah, you do.
1: I have a bunch of little records, and I don't even listen to them. I just buy little records. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, And some of them I listen to. Um, There's a really good little record. Um, Sam McFeeder's is Patrick Henry.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I forgot you had that.
1: And I think it's Men's Recovery Project on the other side, perhaps. Uh, That's one that I'll put on and listen to a couple times a year just because I like to hear uh, Sam McPheeters in his... uh, Uh, take on a speech by Patrick Henry. Um, Action Reaction is the other side of that. The Catholic Church. Sam McPheeters is Patrick Henry on side A, and then the Catholic Church with Action Reaction on side B. And that, as we said on our Patreon episode, that's a single-sided split. I've literally never listened to the other side of that record. But I've listened to... um, you know I've listened to Sam McPheeders as Patrick Henry probably twice a year since I bought that record, I don't know twenty years ago.
0: You're getting your money worth out of that for yeah. sure, yeah. I think the only thing that I have that mm-hmm. is uh smaller than a seven inch is I have the the combat wounded veteran and orchid split six inch oh
1: Jesus, yeah. <laughs>
0: I, I liked the ire in your voice for that.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, so, I, so that is an ultimately forgettable record, right? I mean, right. five inches is about as small as you can feasibly play. I know Slight Slappers did like a two-inch that was a joke because I don't even think yeah. there's any music on it. Right. Um, and, you know, the little mini records were kind of a thing in the late 90s. But, man, you want to talk about an ultimately forgettable fucking record because it's not as small as you can go, so the novelty isn't there. Um, It's fucking Combat Wounded Veteran and Orchid Split (laughs) (laughs) 6-inch.
0: Yeah, I got that for free in a gang of records that I got from a friend up in in Olympia, Washington, when I was out there recording a record years ago. And I was like, yeah, okay, cool, I'll take this. I don't really say no to records usually, so I don't think I've ever played it. I I know what it sounds. I know what it sounds like because I have it on a you know a a terabyte filled uh, terabyte worth of external hard drive that I downloaded on MediaFire years and years ago. But uh, yeah, I don't. I doubt that will ever find my find its way to a turntable that I own. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So we got a little off uh, off topic on Ship Blimp, but as I said, uh, more enjoyable than it had any business being, considering the fact that the influences are truly as all over the place as as any band could ever ever hope to be uh, there was a, a wild degree of variation in, in sonic influence there but they came together in a more or less fairly enjoyable package probably never going to revisit it and i can assure you i will not be buying a single-sided lathe cut 10 inch but more power to you for doing it um, yeah i'm gonna you know.
1: i'm also gonna give give them uh, props for putting more effort into this than i expected and the total package between the art um, the name shit blimp the total the total package definitely shows more effort than I was expecting um, initially
0: agreed entirely so uh, what's uh, what's next what's the dice say uh, four all right four is molt the Bandcamp is molt 713.bandcamp.com M-O-L-T M-O-L-T yep the record is raging corruption demo it is a six-song demo that came out in August of last last year. Looks like, uh, as I said up top, it they got a lot of tags in here: death metal, punk, D-beat, hardcore punk. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it looks it looks like it could fit within any of those subgenres art wise. Um, it's a black and white cover some hand-drawn art looks like um, some apparitions sort of oozing their way out of the back of a skeletal man i like the art quite a lot actually it, really it kind of
1: reminds me of like i you know i've mentioned a few times like mike diana or johnny ryan mm-hmm. um i yeah almost yeah
0: yeah i I could see that it's uh, it's definitely in that same world um so i guess let's just listen to what they're uh what they're opening up with on the demo nothing um, less yeah it looks like they're you know the the song lengths range from between about a minute and a half to a little under three minutes on this well so. there is
1: there is an eponymous song song number two
0: is there oh mm-hmm. raging corruption yeah okay cool well we we yeah maybe let's do that then because we usually air towards that i always like an eponymous song um so we are going to listen to raging corruption off of the raging corruption demo by the band molt from houston <laughs> We just heard the song Raging Corruption off of the Raging Corruption demo by the band Moult from Houston, Texas.
1: Uh, That was okay. I had to keep in mind that this is a demo. Um, Mm -hmm. And I laud the lowbrow approach. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what I like out of death metal. You know, the song links are right, you know? For sure. Yep. Lowbrow death metal. It is a demo, so I ain't going to fucking bag into production too much, but boy, did that suck.
0: Yeah, yeah, the production was was definitely not what I wanted, but uh, but for it, demo, it sounded like
1: everything was somehow recorded differently, and then it was just all stuck together.
0: Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see that. Um, but uh, musically, pretty good. Um, yeah. I, I was not I was not mad at that at all. Uh, it's so the bass player of this band actually sent it in, Eric Ingram, and what he had to say about it was they are four piece active band from Houston, Texas. New recordings coming in the summer. He said they're trying to play, play a fairly fluid mix of modern hardcore punk and metal. Um, you know, yeah, there's definitely some some hardcore punk influence in there, but I mean, to my ears, that was pretty squarely just lowbrow death metal in pretty much every respect.
1: Yeah, that that was that was very very much very squarely um you know, early true to or true to form death metal.
0: Yeah, for sure. I, I I mean, so I guess in the sense that that early death metal stuff was obviously informed by punk and hardcore. Okay, cool. Um but in terms of, you know, wanting to play a fairly fluid mix of modern hardcore punk and metal, nope. I don't really hear that at all. I just nope. this to me just sounds like classic primitive death metal, which I am not mad at at all. And and frankly, um if you want to ride a a wave of of hype, um I, I would say go ahead and lean into that because there is currently a, uh, a lot of people jerking off over Xerox copy-covered uh, primitive death metal demos. There's a wave of that that's happening right now. So, uh, you know, ditch the trappings of your allegiance to hardcore and punk, throw your hair out, and just lean into the death metal thing and you'll probably sell more copies of the demo. But like I said, musically, that was competent. I would definitely like to hear this with a higher, higher quality production um, so I could hear a little bit more clear delineation between all of the parts and what they're doing but i thought musically it was good
1: yeah at work you know a lot of and like my classes and stuff have all been with zoom and that sounded like it was recorded on zoom
0: (laughs) yeah that might have been maybe that that could have been a phone recording you know yeah Um, like
1: everybody was just calling in and they're like you know let's just try let's jam man
0: yeah let's just see yeah well yeah they may have been using zencaster they They, all just kind of
1: They could have. It it certainly sounded like it. It was that was that that production was um, uh, garbage. It was. It was. But it was a demo. I I would say yes. Stick with the fucking death metal. Um, Do not do do not try to put hardcore in that.
0: No, don't. I I don't. I don't want to hear anything about that formula changed. um, And the minute that you put more sort of clear especially contemporary or modern hardcore uh influence in that is the minute that you lose me entirely most likely yeah um because at that point you're just watering down something that's already a pretty sonically uh i I don't know you kind of when you get into this realm of death metal especially in the year 2020 unless you're doing something outstanding um there is a certain uniformity to this sonically And the only thing that you're doing is watering down an already kind of watered-down approach if you add in, like, really lame, modern, hardcore influence. But, like I said, there's not anything particularly uh, memorable or standout about this, but I thought it was, all in all, still incredibly competently done. If I saw this live, I wouldn't be bummed about it at all. And, you know, having song lengths that are all under three minutes, some of them under, you know, one of them under two minutes, a lot of them right around the two-minute mark, uh, you're definitely you have the right idea in that sense do I know you said you plan on recording some more music this summer don't get overindulgent. don't don't think that your increased chops in the last year have somehow imbued you with the ability to write a myriad of parts and put it together in a 10 minute opus nobody fucking needs that right uh, this is this, this is good how it is
1: nobody wants I don't I don't want that song to be 30 seconds longer nope and if you do have better chops still stick to the brevity leave people hungry yeah for sure right leave people wanting more do like just don't we've said it before just fucking stop it yep right stop it stop
0: it with the fucking long songs no one gives a
1: shit right wow you know how to play your instruments that's pretty cool so do a fucking million other people that write 10 minute songs fuck off
0: yeah, I mean unless you're fucking there I don't know. There're just there are very few exceptions to that rule. And and there are there are exceptions. Don't yep. get me wrong. Um, there's always the exception that proves the rule, but for for music like this, brevity is your friend and you know, here in a minute and 58 of that style of music was just about perfect for me. It was like a small slice. It had all the elements I wanted. Uh, I had some blasts, it had some caveman riffs in there. Mm-hmm. It was a fun song well composed, didn't need anything else. Nope. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm totally happy with where that was at. So yeah, if I heard that same track with uh, significantly better production, it might stick out a little bit more to me, but I would, you know, I'd pick up a tape of this. I would definitely check out a band like this if they were playing locally. Um, all in all, pretty good. It's it's. I think it's weird. I, I didn't think that I would be saying this anytime soon, but this is sort of beginning to enter into the realm of, I guess, a lot of the sort of, um, weirdo or rock based hardcore in that like the scene is now becoming so oversaturated that in order to stand out, you got to do something really special. But then also the form appeals to me enough that it's very rare. I'm going to hear something like this and not like it. It's just, you got to do something like you really got to do something very, very well for me to remember it and be like, Oh fuck. Yeah. I'm going to pick uh, the seven up. You gotta, you
1: gotta have, you you gotta have checked all the boxes right um but the good thing is if you don't generally speaking you don't stick around long enough for me to get bored
0: yeah that is true right yep yep for sure so yeah all in all molt pretty good uh pretty good effort for a demo if I uh if I like I said if I could hear that with the, the production kicked up a notch when you guys re-record the summer I'll be very pleased and and uh would certainly check it out you know uh, whatever whatever the next offering is if you send it our way I will I will be I'll be glad to peep it because I I liked what I heard quite a lot so Let's uh, let's roll the dice. See what's up next. All righty. Five. Okay, five is her head's on fire. Jesus, what a shitty it's, name! It is a really bad name. Sorry, Rod. Um, her head's on fire. Bandcamp.com. This is a two song demo. The first song on here is called Sugar Lips, which. <laughs> You know, even if it's a joke, it really gives me it really gives me pause. Um, I see some very good gear in the picture. Looks like a Fender Jag, mm-hmm. um, and you know a nice Marshall combo. Um, or is that no? Or maybe the head is just off screen. I don't know. But either way, um, I
1: think it's a combo.
0: So on the. I'm I'm a big I'm a big saves the day fan that's really I know Rodrigo has played in other bands he is a later addition to saves the day I mean I think he's been playing with him for like a decade now but uh nonetheless uh not not a person who played on their classic lineups I'm sure that he has more pedigree than that in terms in terms of bands that he's played in but I I couldn't tell you what they are off the top of my head and I can't remember who the other members of this band are but again I think it was more sort of Chicagoland area uh 90s and turn of the century you know, post hardcore alt kind of stuff. I I guess whoever is in this band, it didn't stick out enough for me to remember. So it must not have been for must not have been anybody from bands that I'm particularly fond of. Um looking at the picture, you know, it's it, Rodrigo's an an older dude by scene standards, I guess. Uh, you know, he's in his late you know, late probably around your age, Nate. Yeah. Um, he's an old man. It looks like it looks like the other dudes in this band are probably all around, you know, late late thirties, early forties we have a a bit of a checkered past when it comes to our engagement with old dude music on this show. Um so I guess especially because Rodrigo is a friend, you know, I, I I'll just say I I laud the effort of old dudes playing music, but we have very rarely had anything nice to say about their output. So. No, I mean we 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 we
1: even um yeah, I mean we even make fun of grown men writing songs about how they love their kids. <laughs>
0: Right, yeah. If you're not li- if you're not subscribed to the Patreon, you're you are missing out on us uh, berating Lou Barlow for writing songs about how much he loves his children. <laughs> not, uh, more, not so much berating as mocking. Right, yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Like full on, like breaking down in tears, crying. Laughing, I I mocking.
1: haven't laughed that hard in a long fucking time. Yeah, me neither. Um, all because a man decided, three men decided to write a song about loving their kids. <laughs> they- <laughs>
2: Right. <laughs> 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 they, they did they
0: <laughs> supposed to do <laughs>
1: too because I can tell you that I hate saves a day um, and I've never heard any other like I don't like I don't like saves a day right Um, and any of the side projects or other projects not side projects but any other projects that members of saves a day have been in um, Mm -hmm. couldn't name more than none of them
0: Right, so um, <laughs> I I am a big Saves the Day fan, but I don't like a lot of music that's adjacent to it. That yeah. said, I I like REM a lot, I like Sam I Am a lot, I like Oasis a lot. Um, but I guess I I am hesitant to believe that the fusion that you're boasting of is the one that you effectively land on. That's 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 my that's where my hesitance comes in. Um, yeah. But that said, uh, you know I'm not going to judge a book by its cover here. Uh, Also shout out to Rod for for purchasing a copy of the 7-inch yesterday And I might very well just be about to completely eviscerate your band After you were so kind to invest your your hard-earned dollars In purchasing physical media from one of mine Well, like we always say, it's not personal no, it's certainly not personal. And he also, this is a dude who, who listens to the show. Uh, when he sent it in, he he sent it in with the knowledge that it may very well be ripped apart. And said, "Hey, go ahead. Where where do where what's the email to send this to, uh, so you all can rip it apart?" So okay. he, well, he knows he knows what he's potentially. Listen,
1: in we're 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 the more we talk about it, the more we set him up to fail, right? Because yeah, that's we're already getting in the mindset, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. You know, I'm st- I, I literally I I'm still wiping tears from my eyes and um. We're getting ready to, you know, there's blood in the water and um, it's unmerited.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it's very true. (laughs) So, on that note, let's listen to Sugar Lips by Her Head's on Fire off of their demo that just came out like two days ago. All right. Okay, we just heard the song Sugar Lips by Her Heads on Fire off of their demo. And uh, also, I just want to make a quick, before we launch into talking about how we actually felt about this, I want to make a quick correction. I had said Chicago because Rod previously lived in Chicago, but he uh, since has moved to New York. So this is actually a New York-based band. Um, Nate, why don't you go ahead and lead off? You, how would you feel about that?
1: Well, the Sam I Am comparison is apt.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: I don't really give a shit about R.E.M. Um, yeah. Or Oasis. I didn't get. I didn't give a shit about R.E.M. when everybody gave a shit about R.E.M. because I'm that fucking cool. And I've, I can't, couldn't be bothered to give a shit about them in 1994. I sure as uh-huh. shit didn't give a shit about Oasis in 1997. Um, Fair enough. So I don't give a shit about either one of those bands. But the Sam I Am comparison is apt. That sounded like it could have been off Bo for Billy. Um, mm-hmm. Especially like the back end of that song sounded like a track off Billy
0: yep for sure for sure there was like, like that
1: key change or whatever about yep. two-thirds of the way through
0: yeah starting at like <clears throat> two, two minutes 10 seconds or whatever somewhere yeah. around there
1: yep. yeah and billy's one of my favorite records um mm-hmm. like period you know what i mean yeah um so yeah i'm in the same i am that said this didn't do anything for me um right it's probably because i, I don't have any relationship to what i've said before i don't feel real emotions anymore um right i feel I feel maybe three um so maybe right good bad and angry um (laughs) there's there's no nuance in there right um and so you know i don't have any relationship to it i don't listen to anything sam i am did after you were freaking me out and there's Mm -hmm. maybe just like four tracks off that album that i'll listen to occasionally right um you know um, and there's a reason for that because I stopped giving a shit about. It. I stop. I stopped feeling emotions like a human being, um, right. <laughs> and um, I let the black tentacles of my mind take root. Um,
0: <laughs> so you, you tra- that was your full full transformation into a mind flayer. I
1: think. I think. I think it was right. I think it definitely yeah. was. And um, you know, it's fine. Um, I don't. R- I, if there was less obvious Sam I Am influence in this, I wouldn't mm-hmm. have liked it at all right simple as that I'm not gonna I'm not gonna shit on um the fact that it sounded like somebody was chewing a giant fucking gummy donut um for half the song when they were singing um uh-huh. trying to move that out of the way so that they could actually you know enunciate into the microphone <laughs> or anything like that um right. it it was fine
0: um so this was of all the sort of old dude melodic stuff that we've had on the show, this to me is definitely the best. Um, it, my ears perked up at exactly the point that you said to, like right after the, this, the two minute part on the back end of that song when it switched into that melody my head started bobbing for the first time. I was like, okay, I fuck with this. And then immediately the Sam I am comparisons popped into my head. Um, that part was really, really good and really catchy. When it went back into the chorus after that, I found myself liking it a little bit more that very last time, maybe because it was prefaced by a part that I really enjoyed. Mm. Um, but again, I'm a person that, that even though I do feel a much broader range of emotions than you, when I, listen to music like this by and large it's very time and place it's something that i have a strong uh connection to via memory that evokes a very specific sense of uh, a set of stimuli that i was surrounded by at a very particular (laughs) moment in my life so it's very infrequent that i listen to new stuff like this and i and i really enjoy it at all uh let alone connect to it that said um i don't really connect with this and i don't see myself connecting with it but it was incredibly competently done um, and i really don't have anything bad to say about this uh, it's one of the key the, the one of the key elements of this that allows it to evade complete evisceration is that it's not posing and trying to be anything that it's not right no it's no like, i mean
1: you know i don't know i'll take your word for it but i mean obviously people in this band know what they're doing and you know you can look at their history and and they've got chops
0: Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I guess it's members of like small Brown bike, uh, which (laughs) makes a lot lot of sense. Members of Garrison. Um, so, you know, again, the, the, pedigree of these dudes is proven and also makes a lot of sense sonically with them arriving on this. I guess it's sort of a more mature iteration of, of the sounds that they explored in bands like that. Um, but yeah, I got, I really have nothing bad to say about this. It's not trying to be like, you know, we're dads playing. We're still in the game playing hard punk rock and then yeah. coming with the most mediocre shit. They're just like, yeah, we're dudes who played in soft you know, semi soft bands and we're still playing in a semi soft band. We're not trying to reinvent the wheel. We're just trying to write some catchy songs and like, I can't fucking be mad at anybody for that. And, uh, Again, if I were a person that was more prone to, I guess, experiencing uh, a more healthy range of emotional engagement with the media that I consume at this point in my life, I would probably like this a lot. If I heard this at nineteen, i I I'm and then I revisited it now. I'm sure it would mean a fucking ton to me, and I would love it. Um, that said, you know, I, I got, like I said, I have nothing bad to say about this. It was really well executed for what it is. It's just not the thing that I'm looking for at this juncture in my life. yeah,
1: and and I guess, yeah. Part of it is, like, the music like this is a fucking drag. (laughs) Right, it can be, yeah. You know what I mean?
0: Right, yeah.
1: It's just a drag, right? I mean, I'm glad that these guys aren't doing, at least so far as I could tell from the the lyrics that I could hear. um, Mm -hmm. Which, by the way, real shit move on the fucking Bandcamp page. There's a tab, there's info, and I just clicked on it because it pops up where the lyrics pop up. Mm -hmm. And it just takes you to a separate page just for that song. Oh yeah. Yeah. Knock it off. Come on. What the fuck?
0: Yeah. That's not a great Bandcamp feature.
1: And, uh, <clears throat> disable that. That's, that's garbage. But, um, you know, the lyrics also, they weren't like the rock and dad lyrics, which, you know, come on. Right. Um, as far as I could tell, they weren't about loving your children. Right. Um, and they <laughs> the also weren't about garbage. like sharing the wisdom obtained after 20 years in the scene. Right. Yep. For sure. Which are yep. like, you know, that of, of the three, of the three, mm-hmm. like heads of Lucifer, um, right. <laughs> that face itself is 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 the ugliest.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um,
1: and uh, so you know they weren't at that, and so I you know, but in general, I mean, listen to the first Sam I Am record, right? It's good. Mm-hmm. I like I, I like I said, I like those 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 the 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 front half of Sam I Am's discography a lot. I really like mm-hmm. the album Billy, um, <clears throat> Soar. Of course, is awesome. Yep. So it's but Billy hits me for a certain reason because you know a certain time I have a certain connection to to that song to 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 that to that record. Yeah. But um, it's not like those songs are like make you feel good, right? No, not at all. Right. I mean, you know, there's like this bittersweetness to like a lot of Sam I Am stuff that's in that's present in this sort of stuff too, where it's like it doesn't make me feel good. It's just rainy day music or like just after a fucking rainy day, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And you know, you're just kind of like, all right, well, I guess that's, that's what, you know, it, it it doesn't make me feel good. It doesn't make me feel angry and it doesn't make me laugh. And so if I'm not feeling good or angry or laughing, I feel nothing. Right. (laughs) Unless I have a direct, (laughs) a direct attachment to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um,
0: so also I will note that in the information, uh, it says here that this was recorded live on an iPhone in their practice space. So, yo, we talked about this on the episode uh, with Ian. Um, This is yet another example of the fact that there's really very little excuse to ever put out anything that sounds completely like shit, because if they recorded this live on their iPhone and it sounded that good, for Christ's sake, you, you can, you can record a hardcore demo. That sounds pretty fucking juicy. for real. I, Cause I, know, if I hadn't checked, I wouldn't, ha- I would not have known that was recorded on an iPhone. You might also, you
1: might almost suspect that they're getting fucking money from Apple to say that, um, <laughs> like, and, 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 mult take note, right? Don't, yeah, use, don't right. use Skype, don't use zoom to record your demo. Right. Um, just use an, an iPhone. <laughs> right.
0: Um, so yeah so I guess on that note like I said I, I really don't have anything bad to say about Her Heads on Fire other than that the name is really bad The name's not um, good, but, but you know what musically like I said best best of all the old dude melodic bands that we've had on the show by far <laughs> not, not mad at anything about that you guys do your thing um, you guys obviously know what you're doing you're all good players um, I, I'll probably you know Rod if you send me more stuff when you record it I'll, I'll, I'll definitely check it out the name um, of this band note,
1: Her Heads on Fire uh uh-huh. what period in we'll stick with anglo well not even anglo but just european history mm-hmm. would you expect that to be a much more common statement
0: <laughs> well probably during the middle ages
1: yeah the witch burning right yeah. i wonder if they took bets on like when her head was going to catch on fire or something or like, you know, people are like waiting on with bated breath as she burns in the steak. And like, oh, it's on fire. You know, <laughs> it, it was like a big fucking deal. You know, when the head is finally burning, that's when everybody like celebrates. And and, the, and, and that's when the party really begins.
0: Right. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Like um, I'm just
1: picturing. I don't know why. Just looking at that. I was just thinking about, you know, there was probably a period in uh, European history where that phrase um,
0: was not unheard yeah, yeah that's probably true <laughs> that is probably true um so i guess on that note let's uh let's roll the roll the dice see what's uh see what's up next we've gotten through three so far today i think yeah, yeah, yeah. we've gotten through ship blimp, molt and her head's on fire
1: yeah uh we're back to one
0: okay so one is next. Okay. So I was I was like simultaneously dreading and looking forward to this. Um, the so there's no Bandcamp. It's Nixed So huh. anytime that you've invested in a domain name for your band, how
1: is Nix spelled? Just one X.
0: Yep, N-I-X-E-D.org.
1: Oh, there it is. Oh my God.
0: Punk, punk rock, San Get Francisco. Get on the
1: Nixed list. <laughs>
0: So I'm on the mobile version, so I don't even see that. Holy shit! It's it's just I gotta type it in. Hold up.
1: There's no (laughs) options. It's just like this white static screen that spells out "next" and it says "listen" and then just some booking info, and then you can put your name in a mailing list.
0: Very sick. (laughs) Yeah, this looks like a oh, it's like. Oh, okay. So it's there's like static on the, the logo is like, the logo is like changing in size and there's like TV static on it. Yes. Oh man. And there's terrible. not even any
1: pictures of the band probably because they're so fucking ashamed.
0: <laughs> so, so or like they're I not said, real or they're not real. Up. Yeah. Or they're not even real people. Hold up. I want to read the, I want to read the email that we got here. Um, oh,
1: I got a picture of them. You got a picture of them? They got a Facebook.
0: What what do they look like?
1: They look like a bunch of fucking middle aged goons. <laughs> like, there's one guy the, the there's one guy in the band who's wearing, like they 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 look like seriously, they they look like what you'd expect as far as okay. like older dudes trying to be in a punk band. Um. So,
0: so this is this is what I'm This is why <laughs> I'm. So not now now we've seen the sort of like you know the very. Uh the like like I said, they bought their own domain name. They have like this flashy presentation instead of just putting up a fucking band camp like a normal band right. And then here here's the email we got. Um, it's I don't know if it's a member of the band. If a member of the band is named Conrad, then it is. if not, it's their representative. But it says, hey, Demo Listen Crew, I'd like to submit a few songs to consider for your playlist. (laughs) We're a new San Francisco-based punk rock band named Mixed. Below is a link to four downloadable songs from our site. Lyrics are airplay safe. (laughs) MP3s are 320 kilobytes per second. Uh, So, yeah, so the fact that they said they're submitting for our playlist and the lyrics are, quote, airplay safe, um, lets me know that this was probably sent out by their management or something because we came up on a list of, like, High-ranking music podcasts on Apple, <laughs> and uh, and they didn't know what they were getting into. Dude, but. this the, the
1: I I am having a hard time believing it's real. I mean, yeah. I'm looking at pictures of four men, right? Uh-huh. Um, you've got uh, a heavyset fella in a hoodie or two, maybe. It looks like he's wearing one or two hoodies. I can't tell. Um, two hoodies, huh? Uh, he's got something. He's got like a t-shirt. Then he's got like some zip-up thing, and then he's got a hoodie or a jacket. Okay. That. Yeah. 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 And he's I'm looking got, at him now. Was is that a neurosis shirt on too? Yes, it is. Um, it's gotta be. Yeah. And he's got like a big boofy fucking mustache goatee thing going on. Like yeah. he was sucking on a pudding cup and it's dripping down his face. Um, right. and you know, like I can't tell if it's a ball cap or a beanie on. I think it's a ball cap. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. And then there's like a little ratty looking dude with a pointy face and like bushed up hair. Um, <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: And, uh, he's got some sort of like, what looks to be studs or something on his, uh, on his jacket, but I can't really tell. Right. Oh, I just, okay. And, um, I don't, I can't see what his shirt says, but there's like one button on his jacket and he looks like he's got some black pyramids on the epaulets of his jacket. And his face yeah. is real pointy and he's little. <laughs> um, and he's like a little rat. He's wearing <laughs> chucks. It looks like he's wearing Dickie's work pants, maybe, and some chucks, which, you know, of course is a, is a solid fucking look. Right. But, um, you know, it all matters. Definitely, the fucking shit sandwich that you put the bread on matters, um, <laughs> right? And then, then we got the punk. We got the captain, sensible of the group, um, right? Yeah. And we've got the punk looking at us with with his bleached hair and his his um, I would say um, Perlman esque features as he uh-huh. sort of glares at us with with sort of slitted eyes and his shirt says
0: oi, and
1: it's a <laughs> It's uh, I can't remember what fucking comp it's one of those oi comps but it's like a can yeah,
0: like it may be carry, carry on oi um, can't, I can't remember which oi comp right. it is but yeah
1: and he's got like a leather jacket on that um, I don't know it doesn't it doesn't look real it right. doesn't have the body that a real leather jacket looks you know it kind of looks a little thin uh-huh. Um, you know, maybe he's, he's holding a, a beer too. Yeah. Maybe he's a vegan. He doesn't want to wear animal skin. In that case, he's a fucking baby. I mean, the fucking animals dying, whether you eat it, enjoy it or not. So you might as well wear its fucking skin as tribute. Um, <laughs> and, and you know what I mean? Of it, of its fucking pathetic life. Um, right. avoiding, avoiding the byproduct of it. Even secondhand doesn't, you know, do it honor right where it's, where it's hide with honor and let it protect you instead of letting it go to waste. Um, that's the true insult to the spirit of the noble, noble bovine. But, um, <laughs> here he is wearing, I can't tell if it's a leather jacket. It just looks too thin. Um, and he's sort of giving us the look, right? What uh-huh. are you doing? He's giving you the look like he's going to, uh, he's, he's about to pop off and say something smarmy at you. You know what I mean? Good set right. guys. I like that stuff when I was 14 too. <laughs> um, and then there's a guy that just looks like he works the docks. He looks yeah, like Rocky right. Balboa. Um, he seriously looks like Rocky Balboa, and he looks like he just works at a meatpacking plant. Yes. Yep. <laughs> um, and then, if you well, here's here's so with my description of the band, and then there's another picture of them right with about next right, and again okay. it's the it's it's Captain Sensible, Captain Insensible, looking at you <laughs> side eyed, and the rat sitting next to him. Uh, Man Mountain, his third, and then Rocky Balboa is fourth. And uh-huh. it says, punk rock band based in San Francisco, Oakland, consisting of former members of other bands.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Why even bother?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And then there's another picture taken from the other angle. And now um, um, Ricky Balboa is looking at you, grinning. Because uh, it's not Rocky, it's Ricky. Or, or maybe, uh, or maybe like, like um, um, Rucky. It's Rucky Balboa.
0: <laughs>
1: R- Rucky Balboa, Man Mountain, and the Rat. And then in the back is Captain Insensible, and he's like hiding his face with his leather jacket. Um, and so these guys look annoying and shitty. Yeah, um, they do. Everything about this looks false. Uh so I guess let's dive in and listen to next
0: (laughs) man talking about fucking blood in the water right we we have we've been going on about this for 10 minutes and haven't listened to a note of music no (laughs) Um, so I guess yeah let's just listen to the first song that they present us with Uh, let me let me look at my mobile setup here and uh, and see what what that song is called so the first song on here is called revenge the name of the record is "No Independent Thought," and the art is so fucking bad, it's kind of unbelievable. Damn it,
1: I don't, um, I don't see that at all.
0: It's, 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 it's like the Nick. I don't know, dude. I'll, I'll send you a picture or something, but it's, it's truly terrible. It's called yeah, I, "No Independent Thought." It's really bad. It looks like you only actually see the album cover and the song titles on the mobile setup. Oh, and okay. Because the, I, it, I don't that, see anything.
1: I can't even see the name of the song I'm supposed to listen to
0: yeah the first song is called revenge yeah it looks on the on the desktop setup they have like a total totally different vibe um so we're going to listen to the first song off of what i'm sure is going to be an absolutely ripping ep the song is called revenge the band the, the band is uh, punk rock extraordinaires nixed from san francisco
1: all right here we go
2: Different choices, so to call five Whether you, fall outside, when you can't let it go left or go right It's always for me, like for the last.
1: think we listen to the same song you don't think so Uh, no I think that I'd listen to a song called anti-totalitary
0: no I think that's the same I think that's the same song okay are are the vocals like "Uh, yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah,
1: that's the same song (laughs) okay because I thought you said the song was called something else
0: it, the song the song is called. Uh, so on on the on the um, mobile site, the first song on here is Revenge, but it might be set it might be set to play anti-totalitarian or whatever the fuck on the on the desktop site for whatever reason.
1: Yeah, because it says that's the like it says this is the first song off the demo, um, but that's like when I went to the desktop site, that's what it played.
0: <laughs> yeah okay so uh, so let's why do you go in
1: first well i mean well, yeah
0: we're we're already in it at this point right yeah uh, usually i do sort of a proper intro but there was just uh, we were just chomping at the bit to confer about what we had just heard there so we heard uh we just heard the band nixed punk rock extraordinaires like i said from san francisco um that was so fucking bad <laughs> Dude. that was so
1: bad dude it there so it's like there, there's like this it seems like this this like sect of middle-aged punk rock that'll like you know um I don't know dress up with it's hard to say like like they it's bizarro it's fake it's false but like I, I want to think like um what uh, Not, uh, like, 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 like Rancid is the best punk rock band that ever existed. And then all your cues should be taken from Op Ivy and Rancid. And like, what's that one with that woman, like Brody, whatever, or something or other. Oh, the
0: distillers. Yeah. The distillers.
1: Right. Mm -hmm. Where it's like, that's considered punk rock.
0: Like that's their yeah, right. They worship at the altar of that shit. Like, yeah, no, it is a I I to me, because I like a few of those bands. I like I like some Rancid records, whatever. I like some Op Ivy records, but they're huge outliers in my taste. They're and fine for what they are, but it's
1: not like right. it's not like, you know, come on. It's not like but there's that, not better like tons of better shit. And it's not right. like there's not tons of more important shit.
0: Right. But to, there is a world of, of of people that, yeah, it is a bizarro world. Like to me, that sort of like Hellcat Records world. Yeah. Is it's a total bizarre world that is self-contained. And like, you know, these dudes, I'm sure, fancy themselves in the spirit of fucking adolescence and Agent Orange, right? But if they're landing at something much more akin to a high school battle of the bands.
1: And it was unbelievable how bad that was. Like, I, I So I have to say, I have to assume that Captain Insensible is the singer, right? You think so? I, he has to be, right? I can yeah, be. yeah, he, probably. He looks like a front man, right? Right. He just looks like it. Um, I'm yeah. gonna say that that um, uh, Rucky Bill Boa is the drummer. <laughs>
2: okay. You know,
1: the Rat is the fucking bass player. And uh-huh. then Man Mountain is a guitar player, right? Okay. <laughs> and right. then Captain Insensible has to be, you know, like second guitar. He looks like he, he has to be lead guitar and singer at once, right? If they have two guitars, I couldn't really tell. I, I honestly, I, I, I uh, could barely focus on the music. Um, yeah. So, but he looks like he's got to be like, you know, he's the voice. He's the, he's the face at the very least, right? Because um, he's right up there in your grill in every in, in, in every picture. Um, nobody else looks like they have the tube that Captain Insensible has. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I can't believe how fucking bad he is at doing that.
0: <laughs> I know, <dude. laughs> it, it, it sounds like he's going for like a fucking. It sounds like again. He's. I think he's going for fear right yeah. maybe he's going for like fear vocal delivery but he he's far afield
1: yeah and like like it was just a garbled fucking mess he was stumbling over his own words like dude did you listen back to what you fucking recorded <laughs> Yeah, like, real, Did you really listen to that you couldn't like oh I fucked that word up just let, let me punch this in real quick like you didn't even fucking figure that you needed to like maybe fix up the diction a little bit or, <laughs> or like maybe not sing exactly the same as like the guitar.
0: Right, right, dude. Oh my God, dude. Anytime a vocal melody directly follows a guitar melody, I fucking, it's the worst thing ever. And yo, that melody in and of itself, I mean, it's the most like recycled fucking guitar melody that you could ever imagine. Like if you're if you're looking for like garage band stock loops and you type in punk rock right. riff, you would get something that goes. I know. As yeah.
1: as soon as that started, I thought, okay, here we go. Of course, of course, right? Right. right. Of course that's the fucking it, melody.
0: It is literally my first punk rock song, right? But then to have the audacity to then sing, (laughs) it's like, dude, it's so fun. That's truly, it's truly one of the worst things that we've had on the podcast.
2: Trump is coming, will make us all sick. Stay
1: in your house, don't die of the virus. We must resist, we must resist Trump is a coming, we must resist
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, in terms of musical competence That's gotta be like a bottom tier Of what we've had said to Uh, the show Yeah, yeah, yeah
1: (laughs) So we've talked before About how like there's a grace period For being super shitty, right? Right You can get away with sounding like this If you're fucking 14 or 15
0: totally totally right. yeah y- yep
1: 14 or 15 the if you come from fucking stumble fuck iowa the uh-huh. grace period is exp- is extended to 20 sure. right yep but if this is what we've always wanted right this is what we've always wanted is a group of grown fucking men playing <laughs> <laughs> this bullshit <laughs> like uh what was what was the one band that we wanted i think it was the first band we told to kill themselves early <laughs> on uh one minute run oh one minute run yeah <laughs> that yeah we yeah, went yeah. really hard on right uh-huh. but like
0: at least they could like play some music right that's like to, that so one minute run is the hyper evolved version of this <laughs> You know what one I'm saying? Minute, if
1: you're... One minute run is who these guys wish they were. Right? Yeah.
0: Right? Yeah. Yeah. If you're looking at a Pokemon evolution tree, this is your starter <laughs> Pokemon, and fucking one minute run is the final version.
1: Yeah. He's like Pika, Pika, Pikachu. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. This is this is exactly. It's it's in the exact same world, but this is like. This is the most bare bones iteration of that particular approach to punk rock, but it's in the same sort of bizarro land, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: It, it's it, this sounds like punk rock that you would hear on one of the radio stations of like a video game called Cool Cool Car Stealing Man or something. <laughs> <laughs> You know, like a family-friendly game where you run around a city and, like, steal cars, you know, and then, and, like, and shoot balloons at one another or something.
0: <laughs> well, dude, this is—there's a very specific type of, like, punk rock bargoer, dude. This is the type of music that is listened to by guys who mosh in denim vests while holding a beer and sloshing it around. Well, this is, this
1: is fucking punk and hardcore that, um, and man, I hate to bring up what is already a tired cultural reference, but I did watch the the fucking Tiger King show, right? The Mm, fucking documentary. Yep. This, this is what the fucking Jeff Lowe dude listens to when he listens to punk rock.
0: (laughs) Yes. One hundred percent. Yep. This is what Jeff
1: Lowe listens to when he listens to punk rock is this.
0: Yep. Yep. He's probably
1: he's probably like looking for a way that he can like approach them to like, you know, hey, man, I'm happy to, you know, fund. Just give me like main producer credits or something. I'm happy to fund your first record. I will get you out there. (laughs) I've got a whole I've got a recording studio and I've got an entire production company, man. You guys are going to get you guys are going to be really big.
0: I'll be honest, dude, I, I, you know, I may have jumped the gun gun a little bit, but I already bought the domain name and everything, dude. I got a slick logo. It kind of looks like a fucking, like, TV set that's, like, out of whack. People are going to love it. You
1: know, uh, my my wife, she was uh, fat and pregnant, but I told her to get back in the gym and she lost all that weight and she'd be happy to, like, dance (laughs) in your video and stuff.
0: (laughs) This is, this is, like... This is as local band as it gets. Yeah, but they they don't want to be. You know what no, I mean? Like, no, they don't want. They don't want to be. They're, honestly, they're... I would
1: fucking love to see this band on a fest like the one in like that fest and call like in Denver. Mm-hmm. Like somehow yep. they just get put on.
0: Somehow, right? Right. This is this is the band that gets the feature right up in your local. Like music publication that's like for me at the coffee shop. Right. And you just, you see them on the cover of it, and you just, and you sit there as you play in a band who has done however many national tours and released actual records and gone, and you're just thinking to yourself, how in the fuck right how in the fuck is this band having pieces written on them right and all of the bands in our circle cuz I see this all the time right in like local fests oh, sure. and stuff no the, these it's
1: like these guys are these guys would fucking certainly pay to play with like suicidal tendencies in some fucking like mid-sized right. show
0: Right exactly because I, I like i said i see it i see it all all over the place like i'll see some local fest at, that's happening at the library and what's up magazine has done a feature on all them and i'm just like dude i'm friends with several bands like in, in a local area, like forget about bands I play in, but just bands I'm friends with that are like, have done like international tours and who are actually like lauded in their respective scenes and never has there been even a modicum of like local press about them, even though they're like objectively a bigger and more successful band. And yet there's like a million fluff pieces about bands that sound exactly like nixed, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, on, it's honestly, just this like, world.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's, you don't want to be on, on your local fucking, oh, entertainment. No. you know,
0: no, no, sure. No. I mean, I don't say that with any sort of envy in my mind. It's just one of those things where it's, you see it and you're just like, how is this there, this whole self-contained world that is by all accounts, sort of like smaller and worse. And every, sense that's totally unaware of the version that exists just adjacent to it that's better and more popular in every way
1: in every way I can't stop looking at how shitty they all look there's a good picture of the rat um, Mm. where you can really see his face and yeah uh, yeah, it's 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 he looks like it looks like somebody
0: (laughs) (laughs) it looks like somebody
1: ripped off Ray Fine's face and put it on a little boy's body (laughs)
0: yeah it does kind of look like that you're not wrong honestly yeah. um yeah man I, I i don't know i don't know how much more i can say about next i mean it's like well i, said, I could go
1: on and on but i mean you know come on we're we're beating right. a dead horse every, every single person that listened to this knows now that nix sucks and right. um you know they're, they're not going to get any good press out of this um, right
0: the, Yo, oh, so th- so this is kind of a, a related, tangentially related. It, somebody shared in the group recently, um, in the Facebook group, a Facebook page that is called. Uh, I think it's called Punk Rock Dads. Okay. And and the and the A in the dads is an anarchy. Oh, of symbol. course it is. Yeah. Right. And like somebody posted it and was like okay would Nate would Nate join this group just to just to troll or observe you think (laughs) it's like no I don't I don't think so but like then somebody posted on it commented on it and was like well yo did anybody join the group to see what they're actually about or are we just gonna hate on it without even knowing (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so like, I always think that we our listenership is such that like there couldn't possibly be anybody in the sound of our voice that might have liked what they just heard. Right. But based on a comment like that, there might be a few people that have yet have slipped through the cracks somehow, and they're still here. Look, they're still tuning in, and they may have just fucking ate up every second of what Nick's just had to offer. Look,
1: in the age of being woke, right. Um, I think it's time that we need to admit this. Just, let's just stop giving people the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> right, yeah. Right? I mean, yeah. if if you are going... To, I have no idea how Facebook works because I don't have uh, one. Never have. Right. I have to imagine that somebody actually set up the Facebook group and yep. like hosts the Facebook group, right? Yep, correct. If, if you are a, a, a human being, right, uh-huh. Um especially a grown adult human being who feels compelled to connect with other people that you don't even know are real or not on the internet around the concept of being a punk rock dad and that <laughs> and that compulsion is so strong that you take action upon it <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> right like that feeling right. that feeling is so strong to identify yourself with other dads that you take action upon it um right, yeah, yeah. you know come on that, you, there, there, there's yeah you can't oh yeah let's let's see if they're actually cool right, right. <laughs> that's like that's like that's like oh well let me go in this church and see if it's not totally gay too
0: (laughs) right yes right exactly like dude like my what What could easily be argued as the strongest single human biological imperative right my desire to have sex i barely consider an actionable impulse just barely does it eke over the line into the territory of what i would consider something i might actually put forth energy to willingly and actively pursue and that is the most core tenant of my biological makeup so imagine going from that to thinking i am going to make a group about the centered solely around the concept of being a punk rock dad and networking with other people right right that that is that's a man i couldn't relate to less if i fucking had a gun to my head i want to find other
1: men with offspring that listen to (laughs) punk rock music Yeah, let's give him the benefit of the doubt. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I'd I'd rather cut off my own cock on live television than give a person like that the benefit of the fucking doubt. Yeah, and you know, to for forever the forever a, a man of fucking reason, um, Larry Larry Gargas commented on that and said, "Dude, I as a father of three, I couldn't imagine anything that I would less want to participate in something this it, 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 than this. This is the dumbest thing I could ever imagine. I am a father, and I rather enjoy it. And I will absolutely not give these people the benefit of the fucking doubt. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, when when a father of three can even see, you know, uh, no, this is these are not people that we should assume have anything, any identifying factors that we would associate with with people that we want to know. Right. then I think it should be self-evident to everybody else, too, that no, we should not give these people the benefit of the fucking doubt.
1: And I think also that we must acknowledge what a good role model Larry Gargas must be for his kids, <laughs> right?
0: Yeah, yeah. Because, right. man,
1: if you're a punk rock dad hooking up with other punk rock dads to see what the dad scene's like on Facebook, you are a uh-huh. huge fucking loser and failure, and you are only setting your kids up for failure as well
0: yeah truly that's you know there is there was another discussion about that in the group earlier in it's in it's uh, incarnation in an early incarnation of it when it was a little bit more wild west Um, but somebody talked about like what are good records to get my kid into punk and hardcore and I was of
1: God." (laughs) put that on their bedroom put it put it on their fucking like when they're three years old play it for them every night force them to listen to cunt of god every fucking night (laughs)
0: so my answer was that punk and hardcore should only be absorbed through osmosis right there is no correct answer to that question because you shouldn't be actively showing your child punk and hardcore records listen to it because if that's the thing that you're into put it on when they're around and if they exhibit a natural inclination towards it and say Hey dad, what's this record? I'd like to know more about this. Can I borrow? Can I go through your CD or record collection? That's what I did. My dad didn't fucking sit down and go, all right, son, this is ill repute. Now, <laughs> now this is an Oxnard band whose initial LP came out uh, on Mystic in 1984. And they're a very important part of the Nard core scene. He just was listening to ill repute. And I eventually came of age and said, Oh, I, I like how this sounds. Can I borrow this? That's how punk and hardcore should be gotten into, because anything else is absurd and it's absurdly self-indulgent. It's, too. it's not
1: organic, right? It's, it's not, not organic. Not a, it's not a grand tradition. Oh, the grand right. tradition of punk rock of our forefathers. Holy right.
0: shit. Yeah, there's, there could be nothing more antithetical to the entire fucking idea of the form. So, I, uh, I,
1: I also like the idea of having, like, you just are, you know, listening to the music you like, and your kids sort of listen to it, right? And I don't know, you're listening to some rad shit, right? You're listening right. to some like, you know, you're listening to some pretty, uh, you're, you're a cool dad. You're you're not listening to Nick's. You're still right. listening to cool shit like Larry, right? Uh-huh. And you're listening to new shit, right? Right. And uh, you're listening to the new gag song, right? Mm-hmm. And then like your 10 year old's like, dad, what's that? I like the idea of turning around and calling him a pussy and telling him <laughs> <laughs> this shit's not for use <laughs> <laughs> can I look at your
0: records don't
1: you fucking touch my records you understand that
0: yeah. <laughs> you've never come near my fucking records <laughs> Yeah, I like the idea of trying to alienate your child from ever getting into punk and hardcore. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> trying to weed them out. Right, right. Because you don't want it full of losers like your kids. <laughs> <laughs> right, like, look, man, look, son. I I'm gonna be frank with you. I don't really like the cut of your fucking jib. I don't think you're I don't think you're cut out for this kind of stuff. And frankly, I think you get chewed up and spit out in a fucking second. Um, yeah, just like, go get, just like, go get into sports, man. Turn up like, oh yeah, oh I thought you liked the Jonas Brothers. That's what you liked last fucking
1: month, wasn't it? Oh, now you're all fucking cool, huh? <laughs> <laughs> you want to listen to gag
0: now, huh? <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah, see that's because if you want to talk about uh, you know punk, classic punk and hardcore initiation rites, um, there's there's really no more time honored tradition than that. <laughs> Than the near sociopathic level of hazing that is actually uh, brought on by newcomers to any sort of scene or community So if you really want to baptize your children in the lauded tradition of punk rock and hardcore What you need to do is uh, ask them their favorite five songs off of the record you know?
2: <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah and Cool, like, name five songs, yeah, bitch
0: Yeah, or, or, or better yet, right? I think mm-hmm. I've told you
1: like it would be funny to have kids just so you could like do weird
0: experiments on them. Well, maybe maybe reframe that in a way that sounds less like you're doing a mangle type thing. No, 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 no. I'm not like I'm not like sewing together,
1: joining heads, just a matter of time until you rip yourself apart, sort of thing. I mean, like, like you, 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 you know, you're gonna have a kid, right? And, uh-huh. um, of course, both of you have to be into it. Cause other, uh, you have like, you know, your partner has to be into it. Otherwise you're a fucking asshole. Right. Um, right. but like, you know, you're having a kid, you guys decide to have some sort of like experiment. And so you <laughs> completely like go, we're moving out the country. We're off the fucking grid and you know, we're homeschooling and everything. Right. And uh-huh. then you just teach them English entirely wrong. <laughs> Right,
0: right. Yeah, so you abuse the child. It's not really
1: abuse. I mean, they get fed, they get taken <laughs> care of, they're loved, and everything. But like you I... teach them, you teach them a variation of English. I mean, you love the kid, and you, you know, but but you teach them that this this own fucking. You use English words, but everything else about it is completely fucking different. Now, I, yeah. I understand that it takes a lot of effort to set that up. But mm-hmm. to enact that, right, it's not really abuse because, um, you know, you can, they, they already know the words. Just put them in the right order when you finally fucking figure it out. Right. But like, <laughs> <laughs> so they don't. But then, like, you know, you see what happens. Right. You
0: uh-huh. see What happens?
1: Um, I've, I, you know, that'd be pretty funny. But <laughs> anyway, my point is they ask about punk rock. And so you just show them stuff like this like the distillers and nixed and all that. And you get your kids super amped on shitty punk rock. And then you make fun of them when, uh, you call them a poser and shit when they get old enough to realize that they've been duped and they've been listening to (laughs) shitty punk rock their whole life.
0: Yeah so I I think that you would be hard pressed to find a development professional who wouldn't call the scenario that you just described a uh, heinous abuse. Well, I mean,
1: yeah, <laughs> well of course they're a development professional, right? But uh-huh. they're not on the ground seeing how much you love the kid and you feed him and you take care of him and everything. The <laughs> right, the they just the don't
0: un- right, they just don't understand. They don't get it. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, <clears throat> Hey, yo, I guess let's fucking, let's roll the dice. We've, I, you we know, like-
1: a, We got to get a palate cleanser before we call it, or at least try.
0: Yeah, I would say so, and, we, and we've and we got time to, okay. you know. And, we've, and it's we've been got a got minute. time to if, do one. You know,
1: right? it's been a minute, so.
0: Yeah, for sure. People, we're giving the people what they want. Little do they know that this was merely a planned hiatus to build up organic hype and expectations for our fucking much-awaited return so that we could- you know, we could basically create false hype around our our return to the fucking airwaves. Uh,
1: like like a phoenix from the ashes. If people are worried. Right. What happened? Did they die of COVID nineteen? No, nope. nope, still here.
0: We're just trying to raise uh, social stock in our podcast so that we can get those we can earn <clears throat> those Patreon bucks.
1: That's right. <clears throat> All, right All right, so well, one more. Let's let's, let's 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 take another roll. Let's see what we get. Mm-hmm. Number six.
0: Okay, one, two, three, four, five. Okay, six is Felon Class, which I think there's a high ch- a high probability we might like this based on how it looks. Uh, it's The Bandcamp is felonclassfunny.bandcamp.com. I got it. They got um, the jester. Yep, they've got the artwork I like a lot. The record is called Circus Tricks, which I think <laughs> is a good name. Uh, the name of the band is good. They are, as I said earlier in the intro, they are a Michigan band. Um, it was you know described to me by the friend of the band who submitted it as as sharing a love for uh youth attack and sort of mysterious guy hardcore um the aesthetic is certainly in line with that you know it looks like something i might very well enjoy Um, i i I kind
1: of like what's going on i i like i think we should listen to the fourth song i love the name of that song
0: loping towards bethlehem yeah that is a really good fucking name for a song no shit yeah okay cool so we are going to listen to loping towards bethlehem by felon class off of their ep circus tricks the songs loping towards Bethlehem and surgeon song by felon class off of their record circus tricks
1: first song was pretty close to hitting the nail on the head i thought Mm -hmm. i liked that track um the second song was goofy and i did not like it yep second song that riff if one of us had the if, if, if 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 like that that's that's a fucking riff that brandon would play as a joke at practice yep Yep, one hundred percent. Yes, there, I mean, like the that, that loping the towards Bethlehem song sounded menacing and dark. I felt like there could be a bit more meat on the bones with production wise to make it mm-hmm. even filthier and 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 nastier. Um, right. but the second song straight sounded like a joke.
0: Yeah, it did one hundred percent.
1: Um, so more loping towards Bethlehem, less surgeon song, and um keep it fucking scary and menacing there was nothing scary and menacing about the surgeon song
0: no no i mean it it genuinely sounded like a joke riff i mean it was like in a major key Um, yeah
1: yeah and we've talked about that before like if if you want to make if you want to take any threat out of your music do it like that Put, put put it in a major
0: key right yeah for sure i mean there are exceptions but like not not with this uh yeah, loping towards Bethlehem was pretty good. Um, I think it earned the noise rock tag in the genre tag area of their band camp. Uh-huh. Uh, I could, I could definitely see that it was kind of a lurching, uh, mid-tempo affair that I, 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 fairly well enjoyed. I didn't love it. I wasn't blown away by it, but I, I definitely liked it. Yeah. Um. And then yeah, surgeon song like totally derailed any sort of uh, positive feelings that I had about this release um i guess you know I, I would listen to the rest of it just to see if it's more in line with loping towards bethlehem because if so i'd probably like it fairly fairly well uh, yeah i think yeah, that's
1: I, yeah i think they're they're like they've got some pretty good ingredients but it didn't come out quite right and that i mean i feel yeah. like uh it's it's a good concept that needs a lot more um development
0: for sure, I and you know, it seems like they might have at least some uh, some knowledge of the of the past uh, because the last track on here is "Private Pile" goes on Slim Fast. Yeah. Um, you know, their friend told told me that they had a reverence for Youth Attack and stuff. If that's the case, they might might very much enjoy Charles Bronson. Um, so, I am imagining that that song title is a reference to the Charles Bronson song "One Life Crew" goes on Slim Fast. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, if that's the case, if they're really drawing from that well um cool you know that's a that's a, that's an that is a period of time and a scene that not a lot of contemporary bands do draw from and a lot a lot less bands are even aware of um so if you as as Nate pointed out there are definitely some good ingredients here and if you're drawing from that that world um props to you that's really cool but yeah I don't think it was quite coming together like that with that first track loping towards Bethlehem I could see this being a mid to late aughts youth attack Inspired thing I mean it, it wasn't Totally It it wasn't it wasn't totally unfamiliar It sounded maybe like a cult Ritual b-side or something mm. um, But then yeah like I said surgeon Song just like totally derailed any Momentum that it had
1: yeah yeah it, it, Yeah it just and the reason that I thought maybe we'll listen to in the next song because I Honestly felt like loping towards Bethlehem Sounded like A track that was meant to be listened in Like sequence with other tracks mm-hmm. You know what I mean Right. Um, but apparently that wasn't the case because uh the Surgeon song was um terrible.
0: Yeah, and I you know, I guess I was expecting more I guess I was expecting more from this just based on the aesthetic. Like everything about like the record and the presentation yeah. is very well done. I like the
1: ha 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 on the banner, right. you know, yep. the humorless, the humorless laughing and clown. Um mm-hmm. I like the fucking I like the uh, the Joe the, the 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 like Jester's head, which is reminiscent of uh, of the first um, Bathory LP.
0: It is, yes. I didn't even think right? about which that. Is, which is which right. is
1: maybe some of the greatest album art of all time. Um, For sure. I mean, fuck, it's simple, but my God, is it iconic, right? right? Um Yeah, I mean that 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 whole image there is is reminiscent of Bathory to me. Um yep. Honestly, the fucking vocal delivery isn't that far off, maybe from some of that shit too. Sure. Yeah. You know.
0: Um, But yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Uh, you yeah, know, I might, re- I might, I might listen to this after the episode and just listen to the to it entirety and see if it hits me more. But yeah. I gotta say, you know, it's weird. This and this and I don't know if we've had an episode like this for a while, but there wasn't a single thing on this episode that I was like, this is fucking sick. Yeah. Um. I at be- I think the thing that I enjoyed the most was probably molt um the the sort of death metal you know pr- primitive death metals kind of stuff yeah i think um, that's
1: what i enjoyed the most i think that the most competent and like well done was her heads on fire
0: yeah for sure definitely
1: i mean as far definitely. as like a complete vision and a package and like you know right pulling it off you know
0: mm-hmm yeah, but there's there was nothing on this episode that I was like, oh shit, I, I want to order that. Uh, you know what I mean? There there was not there was nothing on here that absolutely blew blew me away. Um, you know, there was only a cup There was only one thing that I truly <clears throat> fucking hated, though. So I mean, well, I guess you know what?
1: And we terrible. love to hate, so that was honestly nice.
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure. Right? Because we haven't had a band that we've really gone in on for a while. No, we. I see. I I
1: worry about like I worry about running out of bands that don't know what they're getting into.
0: I think the well is endless, man. You know
1: what I mean? Like, I just worry. I, sometimes I worry that people are just going to stop sending us shit. And I don't want, I would. I don't want like a deluge of shit from people like looking to bait us, you know? Right. Right. Sure. I, I want, I want, <laughs> I want like morons to come to us <laughs> with like thinking that we're well-intentioned. <laughs>
0: right. <laughs> right yeah yeah (laughs) you know what i mean like yeah i I want them to step into the bear trap yeah 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 exactly like you know like uh, it literally is like you're like oh here they come here they come here they come here (laughs) you know you know (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 We're just sitting up in the st- in the tree stand, just waiting for him to wander into our sights.
1: Exactly. Exactly. And, uh, I, sometimes I worry that we might, uh, we might just, we, we might, uh, thin them out a little too much or, or, or word will get out. Oh, don't, don't, don't submit your shit to that
0: i don't think so because there's a level of cluelessness that accompanies making music that band that i think precludes somebody from having the self-awareness not to submit to us
1: yeah i think you're right it, we we have acknowledged that it's definitely like especially bands like nix it's like a bizarro universe
0: right like they don't you know if they understood how bad they fucking were they wouldn't even be a band, let alone own a fucking do- domain name and be sending out press kits and, and shit. Right. And I don't think there's ever going to be any shortage of clueless buffoons like that right. who are going to be... You know, browse the iTunes podcast charts and just click submit on every podcast that they see that has music commentary and is in the top fifty or whatever. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's true. There's always going to be one of those that gets through the cracks,
1: and it's nice to get those. It's, it's not, you know, I mean, like if 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 they really did realize how fucking clueless it all was. Um, If they, if those dudes had, that's how you know, like they have, their ear is not on the fucking ground. They're not listening to what's coming up. They're utterly fucking clueless. Right. And if they had an idea, they would just like shackle their fucking ankles to a passing freight train.
0: (laughs) Yes. right. You know what I mean? Get like,
1: get, and get a lot of logging chain, like a hundred feet of logging chain and just, you know, shackle your fucking ankles to a passing freight train and just get fucking Pummel, drug the death behind the freight train. <laughs> right? Maybe you can get yeah. tangled up in the chain. The chain cinches on you and dismembers you. Yeah, maybe. You know, that's yeah. uh, you know, that's probably the best possible outcome for those guys in next.
0: <laughs> yeah, I would imagine so. Either that, or they join the uh, punk rock dads group on Facebook and have a good time.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, which is honestly worse, right?
0: Oh, it is. That is a fate far worse than death,
1: right? I mean, to, to fucking to fucking hang out on a dad Facebook group and then just die in, in ignominy, right? Or right. to like make the national news, even if it's just as like a fucking one-off because you got fucking drugged to death behind a freight train in San Francisco. Right. Um, I know which one I'm picking.
0: 100%. Yeah. It's no contest right? for me. Right. Yeah. So, uh on that note, I guess we can uh we can kind of wrap it up we got we do have a handful of new patreons though
1: we do, and we've probably got some phone calls we need to get to
0: we do, but I don't know that i'm s- i am i do not know I'm set up to to send them to you um oh I are you have totally to be mobile right now yeah, yeah, yeah well, I mean, I'm on my computer recording the podcast um I am worried that if I do anything else on my computer, it will dump out on me because you know this computer is is a fucking mess. Right. Um. So I I kind of want to wait until we can just do like a fucking phone call a phone call marathon. Well, why don't we um, why
1: don't we do that? We'll we'll follow, follow up with this and then we'll just do like a bonus up where we get phone calls out of the way.
0: Yeah. Okay. I can do that. I, I can just give you like the login. Yeah. I mean, whatever. even
1: if it's like forty minutes to half hour, you know what I mean.
0: Yeah. Yeah. For sure. So. Uh, the first first new Patreon or first new patron rather we have uh, James Casser. He is a homie of mine who I've known for many many years. Um, dude who uh, who I think just started out being a dude who liked my music and then we met at a fest. We became friends. Great dude lives out in Philly. Thanks for uh, thanks for sending us some money. Absolutely, James. Uh, then we have got Todd Gerding, who has joined at the ten dollar tier. So. Phew. God much many praise and thanks um yo that Todd is uh is I believe is Fatty Hurst
1: Yeah yeah I was going to say that name sounds familiar and it is Fatty Hurst yep
0: yes um so yo thank you Todd Yeah and Todd
1: um, honestly I've listened to Fatty's a few times since then mm-hmm. um and I enjoy it
0: Yeah it's good then we have got a one dollar patron. Uh, Ka- I I don't know exactly how to pronounce this. Kawe D S. It's K A W E H H. So I believe that's Kawe or Kawe. Well, if it was a Y, um, it'd
1: be Yahweh, right?
0: If it were a Y, it would be Yahweh. Um, praise be. Uh, so Yo, thank you for sending us some cash. He also sent uh, sent some bands over, but we didn't get around to him this episode. So hopefully we'll get to him on uh, on a new on a on another upcoming <laughs> episode. Then we have got uh, Tyler Hammer at the five dollar tier. I believe Tyler is. I think Tyler's maybe friends with Andy. I, I think he's in like the extended sort of like grindcore, punk, hardcore peer group. Hey, that, what's his name? That I Who know is from it? Andy. Tyler? Tyler. Tyler. Hammer is his name. Hmm. Um, he posts in the in the Facebook group sometimes. We've been Facebook friends for a little bit. Okay. But yo, th- thanks a ton for sending us some cash. Sure. We've also got uh, Drew Taft, local boy, comes to about every local show that you can. Um, one of the one of the kinder. One of the kinder souls I've ever had the pleasure of knowing, Drew is a, a stand-up man, uh, a dude, a dude so good that it boggles the mind how he is friends with people like myself. Yeah. Um, then we have got Jay Titchy, um, who I don't think we shout it out yet but we've definitely shouted out on the podcast um ian gave him a shout out on the episode that he was on jay is in sidetracked he's been listening to the show from the jump oh, really rad yeah. dude has has been playing in sidetracked for like 15 fucking years if yeah. you're not familiar with sidetracked they have a massive discography they're always putting out new stuff i think they just released something uh, i'm very pretty readable. sure they just did yes yeah until to live a lie i mm-hmm. think um yep. let's see the, who uh, else we got
1: uh seeker uh this split with the seeker
0: yeah Yeah. Um, then we have got Kelly Lane also at the $5 tier. Thank you, Kelly. And then we have got pessimizer. I I can't remember if we shut, if we shouted them out already. I don't think so. Um, another $10 patron patron, um, pessimizer records
1: put out some good stuff in the nineties. I
0: wonder if there's any relation.
1: I'm pretty sure they put out the, um, uh, excruciating Terror Yeah they put out The Divide If We Fall album They put out some good stuff Despise You Unruh Phobia Grief That's sick Yeah I,
0: I, I, yeah, I wonder if there's a, I wonder if there's any connection there um, And then I think The last new one that we have But I could be wrong Let me check um, Is Ellie Kovach they they do their own podcast that I think I'm actually gonna be on this coming week. Um, they do a podcast that's specifically related to emo. Oh, um, but I am doing I'm doing an episode where I am curating a. Uh, an introductory playlist of hardcore and punk for emo kids who would like to graduate to adult music
1: play them next. I swear to God, dude, if you don't, (laughs) if you, if you don't do that, you have just failed the promise that you made on this episode, (laughs) right? Because, because you said that it needs to be an organic thing. Dad can't come in and tell you what to listen to. Right.
0: Well, if kids are seeking it out, though, that's the thing. Nope, 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 nope,
1: nope, 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 nope. nope. You have to be organic. You have, you have to guide them wrong. You have to send them astray because if they're true, they will find their way back. Right. If you play that shit for them and they're like, oh, we like this, then it wasn't meant to be in the first place. Right. (laughs)
0: But if they hate it and then go the extra mile to see, you got something they actually yes. like, then they've earned their stripes. Yes,
1: and that's when you know they've passed the test, right? They've snatched the pebble from your hand, <laughs> right? Right.
0: Okay. Yeah. Sure. So yeah. So maybe I go hard the other way and I curate the worst possible, the worst possible playlist.
1: But you gotta, you gotta play it straight, man. You gotta come off like this is, this is some dope shit. <laughs>
0: okay so then the last new patron that we have is alex osorio alex has sent in a few bands i think he may have even sent in one of his own bands at some point um and i think that is all the new patrons that we have we're up to almost 70 different patrons we are up to over 350 dollars a month so as always thanks a ton to people who are sending us sending us money every month it's really fucking cool um i just transferred the uh the monthly payout because i as i was doing more research after like fucking tax and shipping and handling and shit. I was I was finding it increasingly challenging to find a computer that seemed to be actually worth making the investment in that was less than like eight or 900 bucks. Yeah, you want to do um, it right. So I was just so I just decided to wait another month and accrue enough money to actually make sure I can get something that's gonna last for the foreseeable future. Um, you know, I would like to have something that I could just not have to think about getting a computer again for another decade plus. So uh so yeah, thanks so much to everybody who uh who's sending us money. Especially, yo, know, the fact that we've had new subscribers even during a three week dearth of episodes where we weren't posting anything at all is really cool. Um, actually somebody sent an email. And said that they just recently started listening to the, epi- the the podcast and they're up to like episode twenty. So they're and I've had a few people tell me that. So we've officially reached that that those vaunted heights of being a podcast where somebody learns about it and then decides to start at the beginning and listen all the way up to the current episode. So yeah. uh, I, I I never anticipated having a podcast where people would give enough of a fuck about what we had to say that they would actually go back and listen to old episodes, but yeah. God bless you for doing so. I and very much appreciate it.
1: They'll build real attachments to us, you know, like really start to connect with us as it goes on and grow with us and uh, learn with us.
0: <laughs> right. And then inevitably de- be disappointed when we say something incredibly off color. Yeah. Um, and then uh, if you want to submit some music to us, which after listening to an episode like this, I don't know why you would, but if you still are undaunted, you can send it over to the demolistenpodcast at gmail.com. If you want to join the Patreon, you can go to patreon.com slash demolistenpodcast. Um, we've got a handful of back episodes in the back catalog, and we're going to record the third part of a deep a deep dive on the uh, deep wound family tree that we've been doing. We've got to finish that part. up. Yep. Yep. Uh, hopefully sometime this week. I certainly got the time. Um and uh yeah if you want to call you definitely can but we got a lot of calls to catch up on so if we don't get around to you immediately don't feel bad but uh you can call us at 260-222-8341 I believe is the number I haven't said that out loud in a long time so if that's wrong sorry I'll Yep correct that's I'll right fix it. 222-8341
1: I'll
0: fix it. Okay cool So uh on that note I guess we'll uh we'll call it here for the week Thanks for listening, and yeah, I guess you want to you want to do like a bonus episode where we just we, we just like cover calls.
1: Yeah, because we get we do. It's been like a it's been easily a month since we've done any calls.
0: Yeah, for sure. Because we had so, Ian right.
1: on, and you know we basically let you know people were asking questions of him. Um, yep. So.
0: All right, cool. So, uh, so yeah, I guess look out for that bonus episode too, where we just uh, answer the the answer the questions and field the shit talk of yeah. our, our ravenous fan base. So, until next time, we will, uh, yeah, thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.